0: You're listening to Chats by Rotaract Australia, where we bring Rotaractors together to inspire, educate and collaborate. Hey guys, welcome to the Chats by Rotaract Australia podcast. My name is Laura and I am your host. And today we are talking all things international with the international director of the Rotaract Club of Burley Heads in Queensland. So welcome, Harrison. How are you?
1: I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on the program. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: It is so exciting. I think this is one of the first episodes where we are branching out from people and local Australian things, and we're entering into the world of international service, which is a really, really big part of Rotaract and Rotary. And we're so excited that you get to share your club's project with us. But firstly, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up in Rotoract.
1: Uh, so I'm a 21 university student. I study government international relations at Griffith University. And my focus is on international and community development work. So I'm kind of putting myself in the midst of it right now with the projects I'm running. So I got into Rotaract uh, through Interact. I was in Interact in high school and then transitioned when I graduated and I haven't looked back since. And that was four years ago.
0: Wow, I know lots of Rotaractors get into Rotaract via RILA, but Interact is another exciting way that... People can continue on their Rotary journey. What were some of the cool things that you got to do and interact?
1: It was a really small club, so I was I chartered. I was on the charter team, and we local food drives. We did some work with Life Straws. Uh, we supported the Rotary Club in that. And then I ended up getting an email from I, I reached out to our partner club, the Rotor Club Billy Heads, asking if I could start volunteering. I graduated, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm an adult. Time to do some stuff. <laughs> and and I got sent on Rights, which is a 9640 exclusive youth camp that's aimed towards the transition for year 11 and 12 students. And so it's like Ryla for high school students towards the end of their journey. And I went on that and it was incredible. It was the most amazing thing I've ever done. And then I ended up in Rotaract.
0: Have you always been with your the Rotaract Club of Burley Heads?
1: Yes. So I've been, been with them since 2016 now.
0: What are some of the roles that you've held in that club?
1: I started the marketing and PR role I have held vice president treasurer and international director briefly before I never got to finish a full term of international I had to jump into VP to help cover so this is the first crack I've had at it probably.
0: Wonderful and obviously you you are loving it what are some of the projects other than the international one that we'll talk about in a moment what are some of the other projects that your club does?
1: Some of the things that our clubs do, like other Rotoract clubs, we do things like Trivia Nights, we've run bingo nights. Some of the community projects we've run. We have currently got a food drive coming up in December. We're looking at writing some cards for nursing homes on the Gold Coast to make some, make some people's Christmases a little bit nicer. Other projects we've done in the past have been collaborations with Open Doors. Open Doors is an LGBT iqa plus inclusive group that has a dropping center um, and we've supported them in some of their endeavors as well so we try to get across the board and where we help out
0: your club recent or not not quite so recently anymore but we're also part of hosting an australian rotaract conference
1: Yes, so we actually ran two conferences within about a four-month period. So we ran ARC, which was exceptional, so much fun. And beforehand, we ran Interaction 2020, which was our district's Interact conference. Um, it hadn't been run for, I think, several years, if not 10 plus, and we started one up. And it was exceptional. We won Project of the Year Award last year at, at ARC.
0: Wonderful. That all leads us into international service. What are you doing in your role that's so awesome?
1: Right now, we've managed to get ourselves onto a global grant through three other Rotary Clubs and we're currently building a wing of a hospital in Vanuatu in the Pentecost region Isle.
0: So much to unpack in that. Firstly, <laughs> how do you even go about building a wing in a hospital in another country?
1: Okay, so it's, it's, it's been a really interesting process. I've jumped on the boat about five or six months ago and I've really enjoyed the process. So, To take you back, 18 months ago, there was a doctor, a surgeon named Richard Leona, and he came to the Gold Coast Medical Association to ask for help with his medical center, Morna Medical Center in Pentecost. And the medical center took up arms. One of the members is a Rotarian, and he started championing the movement and got a team together to build this wing of the hospital and outfit it with a portable x-ray machine and blood dialysis equipment.
0: Why was this such an important project for, for the doctor?
1: The region currently has between twenty to 24,000 people directly on that island, and there's two other islands next to it that have a considerable number of people as well. Presently, if, if there was an incident that occurred, whether that be an X-ray needed or a blood transfusion, it's several days' journey to the next closest hospital, which is Port Villa, and that also costs several hundred Australian dollars um, to speed that journey up. So you can imagine... If something is dire, these, equi- these pieces of equipment will make a difference.
0: Absolutely. And so, how did your club get involved in the process?
1: Coming into my international service role, our club ran a club assembly to see where our members wanted to go. And something that came up was that they wanted to get involved in a long standing international project. So, with that information, I went and had a chat to our district governor, Andy. And I asked him what's going on. And I then I ended up speaking to the foundation chair of Queensland and Northern Territory. And I got pointed in the direction of the Vanuatu Hospital Project.
0: How does a collaboration work between Rotary Clubs and, and you guys as the Rotaract Club?
1: Going into that, it was a little bit difficult. I wanted to find a way for us to go into a relationship as equals and present my own skill sets in international relations and foreign development in a way that would, would show that I I have some knowledge in the area. It was really interesting. So I started off going to the first few committee meetings, figuring out how things were in terms of the other board members. And pretty soon I was just clicking in, I was offering suggestions. I was getting engaged, helping delegate work and really seamlessly fit into it. And then the next step to get my club involved was the actual construction of the hospital. So in a rotary shed in Arundel on the Gold Coast. We're building this wing of the hospital. So we're building as a flat pack. So it's going to go be erected first, then numbered and then taken back down to be sent over in a shipping container. So we've been working together as the Rotaractors with the support from the Rotary Clubs to build this hospital.
0: It seems so remarkable that you guys are physically building something that you're going to ship to Vanuatu to then help others.
1: It's really rewarding work. I started off doing international work in donations in kind, and I found it incredibly rewarding to physically pack shipping containers with everything from medical equipment, uh, school supplies, medical beds, even things like dialysis machines. It was exceptional. I find that allowing my club members and their friends to come in and get hands on with the building of something of this magnitude has been really, really exciting.
0: I mean, a lot of Rotaract clubs uh, and rotary clubs, really, they hold a Bunnings barbecue and they raise some money and they, they put it in this magical kitty that gets, hopefully money will end up in some some country that's going to help people do things. But you guys are physically taking steps to build things. How do you think that means it resonates more with your your club members?
1: I found that, that being able to show the progress on this construction site. So my first, when I first went there, it was essentially a patch of ground where this is where it's going to be. And now we've got all the foundations laid, which is incredibly exciting. And I think that to show the tangible effects of, of and not only to show the tangible effects of what you can create, but also to show that it's not just financial resources that are needed, but also time and a bit of ex- expertise that can be learnt is really incredible as well.
0: So are you guys going to be able to go over to Vanuatu at some point, pending COVID, obviously?
1: Yeah. So the plan is for, I'm opening it up as an opportunity to anyone that does want to come along in the Rotaract Club. We are currently setting aside some money through the Rotary Clubs to partner up with the, us to get us over there, since it might not be financially viable for everyone from a subsidy point of view. But it would be really exceptional for us to go over, even to have some cultural immersion and look at how other people live their lives.
0: Definitely. And so this is obviously a a big project to build a wing of a hospital. How long is the project supposed to take?
1: So the timeline starting 18 months ago, it looks like it'll be sent over in the end of 2021. So the major obstacles for us are COVID-19, unfortunately. So we've resourced the x-ray machine and the blood analysis equipment from China so that it's getting shipped directly to Vanuatu. And the hospital can be finished being built by halfway through next year. So, Vanuatu doesn't currently have any cases of COVID. So, they're on complete shutdown and not allowing anyone in. Mm -hmm. So, we've got to wait until that eases up or the possibility of a vaccine.
0: Mm -hmm. I guess from the construction side of things, everything's still on track?
1: Yep, completely.
0: Awesome. At the beginning, you said that the project was made possible by a grant. Tell me about the grant process.
1: Within this project, so the first thing was a district grant that got a- applied for, and that was simply for the construction of the, of the wing of the building without anything else. So that was a $15,000 grant from the district alongside, I think, $35,000 from the three Rotary Clubs. Following that, we're looking at a global grant, which is currently being written, and that will be bumping it up to a total project cost of $148,000. Wow.
0: The big grant is a Rotary Foundation grant?
1: Yes, world grant, yeah. Yeah, perfect.
0: So why should clubs be really interested in international projects and how how could they get involved in a project?
1: International projects are incredibly influential and important because when partnered up with another Rotaract club or a Rotary club internationally, you can create collaborative impact that is far more impactful and significant than what one club can do by themselves. It's really fascinating how other people live their lives and the difference in struggles and engagements and what makes people's lives difficult outside of our sphere of understanding and our reference. Having the opportunity to do work internationally and get involved with other international projects gives clubs the opportunity to broaden their sphere of understanding and also to provide members with opportunities to make new friends, to learn about new cultures and hopefully travel.
0: If clubs are interested in getting on board an international project, what what is some advice for them?
1: So if I had some advice for wanting to get involved with an international project, I would recommend that you reach out to your partner, Rotary Club, have a talk to them about any projects that they're involved in. Your district governor is also a really good option and your DRR. All three should have ideas of where you can get involved with international projects. However, if you want to start your own, a really good idea is to reach out to Rotaractors Worldwide or any of the other Facebook groups and just ask what people are doing. You'd be surprised at how many incredible projects are happening right now that can get supported.
0: Awesome. And finally, before I let you go, what is one piece of advice you have for Rotaractors?
1: One piece of advice, I would say to leverage your network, to to look to the people around you that can support you in doing the things that you want to do and that make you happy. And it doesn't matter if that's in international, if that's in PR and marketing, or if it's a community work, there are people around you that you can utilize to make a greater impact. And it's picking the people that will be on your side and leveraging them as best as you can.
0: Perfect advice. And I think one that every actor and even Rotarians can certainly take and draw some inspiration from. So thank you so much, Harrison, for chatting to us today. And hopefully all of our listeners have learned something about international service and are inspired to take on an international project, because as you've proven to us, it's not particularly hard. You just have to work in a team and have a goal.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: Tune into the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe to Chats by Rotaract Australia on your favourite podcasting channel and like, share and comment on the RA socials.